just another manic Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Surviving November one day at a time, huh? November, Novembering, yeah. Here we are, Trinity Infinity. It's a come up. I'll just shake with my hands. It's probably better for me anyway. We sound like that instrument, um, the two of us together right now, especially the way that you're doing that. Like the, is it the washboard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of got that that cadence to it you know i play the i play my washboard abs sometimes <laughs> man we gotta bring the spoons into this, this these episodes or something you know like make a instrument out of yeah anything well, and everything i'm just adamant to get you on in any kind of instrument you know, I know what I you mean? keep wanting to get me if on the triangle if it's spoons like let's do spoons whatever makes it's you feel comfortable sound. yeah whatever makes you feel comfortable well i don't want to be the only one so i hope everybody out there Picks up something and makes a noise with it today. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. It's a good yeah. way to shake off uh, any cobwebs. You know, it's Monday. It feels like dusty and uh, fucking, you Yeah. Know. Well, we were just talking about Fiona Apple because you haven't really deep dived into her. And I was talking about that last album she put out. And it was all from her house, from things like pots and pans and spoons and things mm. that she had like that. Really? Yeah. Like entirely. Entirely. Yeah. In true Ooh. Virgo fashion, like didn't leave her house to record the album. It you know? makes it sound like it's kind of like another word for acapella. Yeah. Know? No. It kinda, yeah. And it, some of her stuff, obviously, previously, she kind of inched on acapella. She's just really good at taking things apart. Um, but anyways, that album was inspiring to me for those reasons and inspiring to me for Ghost Pipe. It gets me wanting to think like, oh, I want to make some instruments too, you mm. know, like attach some metal to a rattle or something and make our own oh, kind of like yeah. special noises and sounds, you know? Well, Percussion's huge. When we were watching the Red Hot Chili Peppers thing, uh, Funky Monks documentary, when they were making Blood Sugar Sex Magic, they were showing some of how they did some of the... Uh, the, in the the instruments, uh, yeah. the, percu the percussion, and it was like they're hitting barrels yeah. with, with like pieces of wood and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. cool. It's really cool. It's one way to guarantee you don't get a copyright claim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's inspiring too because it really opens up like who can make music and who can make an album because she's saying like you don't really need that much money other than if you can buy some recording equipment. And I'm sure she had expensive ones, but you know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. like it opens up the field a little bit to like you can – you know, everything is an instrument and you can always be making music no yeah. matter how, and especially because of course, um, cause she's an amazing artist. It came out during quarantine mm -hmm. and a lot of the album mm -hmm. is kind of about being pent up and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the freedom of music and the exploration of music is obviously like an internal plane ticket when you were all stuck here in our houses and we need those mm -hmm. internal plane tickets yeah. more than ever, you know? It's a very mysterious thing in that way, music. You yeah. Know, that it, it could take you, a sound can take you on a journey and make you feel better, make you feel like you went somewhere. Yeah. It's kind of incredible. Oh, that's why I love, like, um, what's it, Bobby McFerrin? Is that his name? The yeah. Movie? Ooh, nice reference. <laughs> yeah. Bobby McFerrin. I mean, he just makes incredible noises with just. Well, his he has that, he has that song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Mm -hmm. That was a big hit. Like, that was like a number one huge hit. Yeah. And he, the whole thing is done with his, uh, he's like, yeah, it, and like he made the whole album so out crazy. of that. So cool. There's an incredible 
clip on YouTube. Type in Bobby McFerrin. He's at this like stadium. He's performing in a stadium full of people, and uh, he's just out there with a microphone, and he starts making noises, and he gets them to all start making. It's one of the most magical things I've ever seen anyone do with an audience. He definitely played the crowd like an instrument. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no clapping. Yeah, they started (laughs) clapping, and he's like, don't, no, no, don't. That's the only thing he says the whole time. He's like, don't clap. (laughs) And he just starts guiding them like you know through these different sounds you can make and layer on top of each other and made a sound a song out of it it's incredible oh man what a great song too I'm surprised you haven't watched it yet the bobby mcferrin thing yeah, yeah i know <laughs> i know I, I have to keep some things in my back pocket for you like yeah. sometimes i'll pull something out and i'm like man we've been doing this for a year and i haven't pulled <laughs> this out yet this is gonna be fucking great that's how i felt on the last church of chill you played some cl- i mean i always feel like that on the church of chill there's always like a classic or something and i'm like god sean's on like what 100 million episode and he's yeah. still is full, whipping those out like yeah. how have you not blown your load yet I've I've at times <laughs> felt like I have, but in this life, you know, mm. I I think that's that's one of those things. It's like uh, it it keeps me going in a way of just like let's make this so I can't blow my load. Yeah. You know. What was that song I heard the other day that you played maybe on Church of Chill? And I was like, we had maybe just gone through something, and then we heard this song, and I just felt like, oh my god, we just opened. We were like expressing gratitude and having a really good evening, and then we like opened a portal. You know, where we're like, oh, this new song, it opens a whole new yeah. world. And I wish that you guys could remind me what it was. But I had that sensation when we found Ween, like, oh, we had to get to this place in our life of like being free and freaky. Mm, yeah. And then we get the we get to unlock the Ween portal. Like, because, yeah. you know, because it wasn't really we didn't know about yeah. the Ween portal. And then yeah. you like try to live a life in alignment with a freaky deaky life. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, there's been a band doing this for how many years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what you're thinking of is that album called The Zodiac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where somebody went through and made a song for every... It's from 1967, and they made... what? How many Zodiacs are there? 12? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they made, they made a song for each, and they're fucking incredible. They're so on point and amazing that we were like, how have we not heard this before? Like, how had none of us come across this? Especially Mare. Yeah, because you were, like, working on a song called Taurus, so that there's, like, this Oh, I've song. done almost all of them, yeah. yeah. Like, I had had that concept idea a while ago. And I know people had done, like, obviously some zodiacal odes in music before, but especially because the name is just the Zodiacs, like, it's all so... Um, almost like cliche wording and all of the stuff that I'm involved in. It's like, it does feel yeah. like I opened up another dimension where it exists. Like, how have I not come across it? You know, in my life how of listening not? to <laughs> how have you not? That, there's not something that really anyone ever sends me on Spotify that I haven't already yeah. come across. Yeah. And then this was just I've like, got you a few times. You, you have, you have gotten me a few times. <laughs> if I can credit myself. <laughs> you have, you get me from time to time. But that one, Mostly I was like. Mostly I don't, but. How the fuck did Mare not know about this with her astrological knowledge? And how did I not know about it yeah. having combed through everything on, spa- on uh, yeah. Spotify? Well, just that's where it felt like a gift, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, wow, we just got to open this gift. And it's going to take us on, into like a new territory, you know, yeah. and inspire us in new ways. Definitely. Yeah. And I like my song a lot, my Taurus song. I'm like, this is a particularly good one. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think the Earth and the Water ones were very special, particularly. I gotta, we got to like do another listening party to it again, I think different yeah. ones will probably feel right special. at different times yeah 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 now the composition was so special and just like the i just the organization of it and the i mean above all the production i couldn't believe too oh how delicious God. everything sounded like yeah. they had so many different instruments and they all sounded just like perfectly close to you and mm. yeah 
yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been listening to lots of good music as we always do. Thank fucking God. It's like, it's getting us through this November. It yeah. really helps. Um, we were listening to Elliot Smith yesterday mm-hmm. that I haven't listened to in a very long time. Um, and he wasn't ever really like in my sphere. Like I know he was like your world in college and stuff, but mm-hmm. I never really listened to him. And I tattooed with somebody that really loved him um, at my first studio in New York. And I was like, oh, Elliot is like talented. Everything's like every song, like you said, has something very special about it. Yeah. Like interesting in a way that you, when you first, I think, hear it and you think, oh, it's gonna just going to be like some generic indie, whatever. And yeah. you're like, oh, no, there's like, it's so, obviously there's so much edge with Elliot's stuff yeah. um, beyond just like brilliant genius composition and, and, and beautiful sweetness and all of that. Um, I was looking up his astrology and ha- he has uh, Venus and Cancer like you do. Ah, uh, no wonder you love it. <laughs> He's a Leo sun. <laughs> He's a Taurus moon. Cute. Um, yeah, and I was just thinking about, yeah, November, Novembering and suffering and being sad and Elliot Smith, as you always think oh. of when you think about being sad. It's such a you know? perfect November album. You want to grab that sitting right there next to Mowgli? Oh, yeah. It's sure. such a, uh, yeah, perfect November music. This this album is what we've been listening to the other day. It's, it's called Either Or. If you haven't heard this, it's, yeah. it's fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been consuming lots of good stuff recently. I just watched this documentary, too, about this artist, Louis Wayne. Um, and quite different than Elliot, he kind of had a bunch of suffering in his life, but had this amazing propensity to be really comical and positive on top of it all and find mm. this levity. Um, and I find that really inspiring because I... I've gravitated towards the heavier side of life, I think, <laughs> up until this point, you know, and now that, you know, I've been trying to gravitate more towards the levity, but, uh, I th- you know, I think having a Leo son and I think about being myopic and being, thinking that things are about you and that being so much of the bane of suffering, you know, and mm. that just a little bit more disassociation with identity can be so helpful, yeah, especially mm. in these times, you know, yeah, as if the- you are you, but like, but you're also everything. what's the name of that movie Uh, we haven't seen it yet yeah the electric life of louis wayne cool a biopic on amazon i guess yes yeah benedict cumberbottom 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 he's a real he's a a solid he's a solid actor yeah you know an actor's actor yeah sure a brit playing a brit yeah yeah (laughs) that's a good recommendation look at today we already have recommendations yeah bobby mcfarren elliot smith yes the Zodiac. Uh, the Electrical Life of Louis Wayne. The Zodiac. The Zodiac. Cosmic Explorations. Mm. Oh, and can I add one more? Yeah. Five recommendations in one day. <laughs> and this one's for free and it's on YouTube. Um, there's a new documentary about the making of Tom Petty's album Wildflowers. Oh, I want to watch that because you guys said it was great. Yeah, yeah. It's from 1994 and they have all this beautiful 16 millimeter footage from in the studio. And... Uh, Oh. It's just a, it's just a beautiful artifact of like to me what his best album is. And yeah, he's twenty years into his career. I love that. Forty years old. I love that. And switching it up completely is yeah. like I need to do a solo album. I need to get away from my band, yeah. which really just meant I need to get away from my drummer because he yeah. brought in every other person <laughs> from the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there was this really interesting part where he uh, and and it seemed like kind of throwaway, but it stuck with me that he he's like every day. I just try to get better at this. And uh, he was suggesting that he tries to get better at it because he never thought he was any good to begin with and still didn't at 40 years old. All those hits. Yeah. Already an icon. He was in the traveling Woolberries already, you yeah. know? Yeah. 
and he didn't think he was good and it, uh, he always just wanted to keep getting better and it shocked me that Tom Petty didn't think he was that good it's and kind you, of a seems to be the secret sauce to being that good totally. is not thinking you're that good totally yeah I mean I, I think people a lot of times that term uh, damn what imposter is it syndrome? imposter syndrome gets thrown around but the, I think there's, a, there's another one that applies even more and I've felt is this thing called a, a rival fallacy where, where you think it's just like, I'm, I'm going to make the album and then I'm going to feel better. Or like, um, I'm going to make this movie and I'm going to get that off my chest and I'm going to feel better. And um, it's never worked like that for me. Yeah. There's a little window of time where you can bask in it without feeling like a fucking schmuck. But for me, it's always like head down, next one, head down, next one. Because yeah. I want to get better because, yeah. and this is why I related it to it. So Tom Petty didn't think he was, I've never really thought I was that good. You know what yeah. I mean? I want to show like, Oh, I'm better than this now already. I, right. I know I just put out this film, but I'm already better than it. I right. better start making that one. Right. So uh, I highly recommend that one. Was the song that you played on the last Church Chill that, from that album? Yeah. That was by far my favorite, like the best Tom Petty song yeah. I've heard. I, it's crazy that he wrote that. Because my parents weren't really into him. That's the only reason I haven't explored him a lot. Yeah. So I've been listening to him a lot with you guys. But yeah, man. Fuck. He, that was in like a different. It's called Don't Fade on Me. Frequency. Sean and I were literally talking this week about we were, we had a conversation about who is the most prolific songwriter, who's the best American, who's the best living songwriter, and okay, well Tom Petty, rest in peace, is not living any not longer, on that list. but he wrote so many good songs, like it's insane. And I remember from his other documentary about him, which I'm escaping the name of the one that's like not just an album focus. It's called Running Down a Dream. Yeah, it's four dream. hour. Yeah, yeah. In that documentary, they talk about how like other people in the band would like go party, and he would just go home and write songs. He's like, like they're all having a great time, drugs and chasing women and spending money. He's like, I'm writing these songs, and it shows because like yeah. you look back at his career, and I'm. Off the top of my head, can't think of anyone that has a body of work of that many hits. Even the Beatles, even Paul McCartney, even Neil Young, like nobody has as many. You go to a Tom Petty show, it's three hours wall-to-wall hits, and you're like, he didn't play this thing. You know, it's crazy, crazy. Next Level really tapped in, and that was his divorce album, so... Heartbreak does uh, fuel some great art, doesn't it? Yeah, his kids are in the film, like... We didn't know, but we could tell from the songs, like, "Oh, you're gonna divorce mom after you, after you yeah. put this one out, right?" And that that was uh that was uh, that had been his woman since he was uh, 17 years old. Mm -hmm. So it was a big shift in his life, and right. then he got addicted to heroin for right. three years after it. You know, it's like he wanted to get out of that relationship, but being out of that relationship uh, isolated him, and he was yeah. like thrown to the wolves. And right. even though it embarrassed him, and he knew better, he got addicted to heroin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But hmm. rest in peace, Tom Petty. Rest in peace, Elliot Smith. Yes. You know, Bobby McFerrin's still with us. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> try to see him live. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah honor that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Well, um, it's been Monday, and this is our morning ritual, and it's a gloomy gray. Yeah, very stormy. Stormy November fall day, you know. But, but we're getting through together. We, we are. We're getting through together. And we'll be here for you guys this week. So thanks for joining us. See you tomorrow. We love, love you. you.